A bunch of hypocrites. Yep, I wonder what a hypocrite is. Hmm. Well, let me tell you, it is someone who pretends to be one way when they are not that way. They might pretend to be very righteous, saying all the right words and when they're around you acting very righteous. But then when there are other places, they don't act righteous at all. They do things they shouldn't do that God says don't do. It's not somebody making a mistake and feeling bad about it and saying they're sorry. No, they really are pretending. They're pretending to be righteous when they really are not. That's a hypocrite. And we're going to hear a story about them today. And we can find it in the Bible in Mark 7, 1 to 23, or Matthew 15, 1 to 20. Well, one day as Jesus and his disciples, they had walked to the marketplace and they bought some food and... The disciples sat down and started eating their food. Well, there happened to be some Pharisees and teachers of the law at the marketplace, and they noticed how those disciples of Jesus sat down and ate their food without ceremonially washing their hands. Now, that was a tradition of the elders for generations that you had specific rules about how to wash your hands, your cups, your pots, your pitchers, and sometimes where you sat. And if you ate something that had not been washed that particular way, you were considered unclean, defiled, because you broke the traditions of the elders. And it was especially important to ceremonially clean yourself with washings when you went to the marketplace, because that's where you came in contact with Gentiles who were already unclean. So, oh, it was really important. And here, Jesus' disciples did not do that. So the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, they, they came to Jesus and asked, how come your disciples do not keep the traditions of the elders? You know, we just watched them come to the marketplace and they bought food and they sat down and ate it without ceremonially washing their hands. And you know what, Jesus, you don't even seem to care. Well, you know, this conversation caught the attention of some standing nearby and they started gathering around to hear what was being said. And Jesus, you know, he was not bothered by a crowd developing, but he was bothered by the approach and the attitude of these leaders. They were so, so careful to follow the traditions of men and their rules. And yet they were not careful about things that were really important to God. And he was becoming, Jesus was just becoming a little impatient with their picky attitudes. And he said, you know, long ago of old, the prophet Isaiah wrote about you and he was right. Now that was in the Old Testament long ago. And Jesus said, he wrote how you honor God with your lips. Oh, they had all the right words, but your hearts are far from him. They didn't have hearts that were right. He wrote about you foolishly think how you worship God, teaching these traditions or rules made by men. You are a bunch of hypocrites. How can you stand there condemning my disciples because they broke the rules of the elders and yet what do you do? You break the laws of God and replace them, not only break them, but replace them with the rules made by men. You know, he didn't stop there. He gave them an example. He said, let me tell you how. Give me, I'm going to give you an example. The law of God says, honor your father and mother. And anyone who disrespects his father and mother is worthy of death. You know, that's one of the Ten Commandments. That really is. It's said at many places in the Bible. 
But your rule, Jesus says, tells a son he can say to his parents when they need help, I cannot help you since I declared my money Corbin. And when you declared your money Corbin, what you did was you dedicated it to the temple and to the leaders. And you said you dedicated it to God, but it went to the temple and the leaders. So Jesus, he said, and then you know what? That son does not have to help his father or mother when they need his help. That's what your, that's what your rule says. No, all his money goes to the temple and to you, le you leaders. You do away with the law of God to help your parents, honor your parents, and put the rules of men in its place, that Corbin rule. And then Jesus clearly stated, it is not what goes in your mouth that makes you unclean or defiles you, but it's what comes out of your heart through your mouth that defiles a person. That's what makes you clean through your mouth or your actions, I would add. It has nothing to do with washing of hands. That does not make you clean. You can wash your hands. You might have dirty hands and you can wash your hands and wash your hands and they'll be clean, but that doesn't change anything in your heart. Your heart can be as unclean as it was before you started when you had dirty hands. But being defiled before God, unclean before God, has everything to do with the heart. That's what determines if you are clean or unclean. That's what Jesus told those Pharisees, those leaders that day. Well, later in the day, this kind of laid heavy on the disciples because they had heard what the Jewish people said after Jesus left. And so they... After a while, they came to Jesus and said, you know, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, they were very upset when you said those things to them. You know, we heard them talking. and They were really upset with you. What did Jesus tell his disciples? He said, let them alone. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law do not seem to know the law very well. Or if they do, they don't care. They are like blind men leading the blind. And those who follow them will end up following them right into a ditch. So just leave them alone. Well, after a moment of silence, Peter got the nerve to ask, Well, what, what were you really saying, Jesus? We're not sure. We understand totally. What were you saying? Could you explain it to us a little bit? You know, they had always listened to the traditions of men, and now here Jesus was saying this, they were a little confused. And Jesus asked them, you don't understand either? Don't you understand? It is not about what goes in your mouth. You know, we eat food, it goes in our mouths, through our body, and it comes out as waste. It's just food. We eat it. It doesn't have anything to do with our heart. It doesn't have anything to do with making us clean or unclean. It really is about a person's heart. It is out of a person's heart that evil or bad thoughts come. It does not make a person unclean or defiled before God how what you ate and how you ate it or if you did or did not wash your hands. No. But let me tell you the things that do make you unclean before God. Things like being greedy, wanting everything for yourself, stealing from others, speaking evil of others. You know, sometimes I hear children say, I hate you. Or I hear adults talking very badly about people behind their backs. That's speaking evil of others. Deceiving people. 
trying to make them believe something that's not true or something that you you try to deceive them. That's that's bad. Being proud and arrogant. I'm better than everybody else. I know all the best. You know, that's not good. That's that's not the right heart. And mistreating others, not being nice, but being mean to other people, hitting them, being cruel, not nice. Those are the sinful things that come from inside us, Jesus told them, from our hearts and minds. And that's what makes us unclean or defiled or sinners before God, not how you wash your hands. Well, that is our story for today about hypocrites. And we have a big lesson to learn from it. Jesus was trying to explain that it wasn't much about how you wash your hands, but about what's inside of you in your heart. And he explained to us about being greedy, stealing, speaking evil, deceiving, being proud, mistreating others. Those are bad things from the heart. Actions we do are things we say. And that defiles us. That makes us sinners before God. And it's not about following traditions. We need to follow God first and foremost. That's the important thing. We don't want to be hypocrites. We want to be right before God. Mm -hmm. Well, next time we will hear a story called The Crumbs Under the Table. Huh. I can't imagine why crumbs under the table would be so important that there is a story in the Bible about it. But it is. And we'll have to wait and hear that story next time.